Hello and welcome back to our podcast where Audrey Zetoun, a life coach based in London, and myself, Sarah-Jane Pasteur, family lawyer practicing international family law in England and Hong Kong, talk about relationships, family and well-being. The idea behind the podcast is to give you advice to help you overcome the challenges related to separation and divorce, but also to married life, love life, co-parenting. With this podcast, we offer you a wealth of information and advice on all these subjects from a well-being, coaching and legal point of view. In each episode, we share our personal and professional experience and with the help of our guests, we hope to help you move forward in your life. If you would like to know more about what we do when we're not doing this podcast, you can go to the notes of the podcast where you will find links to everything you need to know about us. Let's get back to today's topic. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming Adele Ballantyne, a family consultant, qualified psychotherapist and counsellor who, like us, specialises in relationship, breakdown, separation, divorce and co-parenting. Adele is based in Shrewsbury, where she founded Elida Consultancy, a company specializing in relationships. As you will discover in a moment, Adele is passionate about her work in divorce and separation. She's an active member of Resolution, chairperson of the Future Practice Committee, and co-chairperson of the Parenting After Parting Committee. So enough of me babbling, let's ask Adele some questions. Hi Adele, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. <laughs> and I Hi. love the name of your company, uh, you know, the <laughs> Eleda. It's beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for coming today. Could you please maybe start by telling uh, us a little bit more about yourself, your career, uh, before we move on to your work as a family consultant? I can indeed. And um, my, my company name is my name backwards, yes, um, yes, which yes. Um, you probably <laughs> noticed. And uh, uh I, it's uh it's really hard choosing a name for a company isn't it and I just I, I just wanted something that didn't necessarily uh tell people exactly what it what it was that I did some people like to keep it quiet about coming to see somebody like me so having having a name that was not counseling or or, or something like that was important to me so where did I start I started life as a pediatric nurse um, pediatric and adult nurse in Sheffield um, which I absolutely loved working with children and families has been something that has been in my life always uh, and um I, I enjoyed that very much. I then qualified as a health visitor. So I was seeing children and families out in the community. Uh, again, that was really lovely to see families in a different environment to the one that I'd been working with mm -hmm. in the hospital. Uh, and of course, the dynamics of family shift um, dramatically. Uh, depending on where where people are. Um, I then worked as a practice nurse uh, in several practices in Shropshire uh, for a few years. And then uh, came a bit of a, a break. Uh, my children were teenagers and needed lots of ferrying around to various activities. And um, my husband's job was busy. And so we just decided that I would just work minimally uh, part time. And then I was thinking, well, what can I do? What, you know, I've always been interested in families and relationship dynamics. And so thought, so, oh, maybe that's something to pursue. And so um, 
when my children were about to go to university, I decided I would do uh, uh, some further study and uh, started a, a three-year master's in relationship therapy. And uh, that was so great. I really, really enjoyed that and felt that I'd come home to something that didn't ever really feel like work. It just was just um, a pleasure to to help people and to um, understand more about Mm. what happened in families from a psychological lens, really. Um, And so that's that's where I got to. I set up my private practice in Shropshire. And then it was from there that I noticed that the couples I was working with, so I'm a family therapist too, so not surprisingly, so I see individuals, couples and families. And um, and the couples that were coming to me who were trying to decide whether they wanted their relationship to end or who had decided it was over but just needed some help with that. Um, what I found was that when I started talking to them about, OK, what's the next chapter? What's that going to look like? How do you want it to be? What's going to happen with the children? Um, what would happen then is they'd go off and see their uh, individual uh, solicitors and then they'd come back and they wouldn't be speaking anymore i i noticed that this was happening really frequently and just wondered what on earth was going on what happened to a couple who were angry and upset with each other often but still communicating once they'd left and 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 gone to see their solicitors this this then chasm kept, uh, you know, formed between them and they weren't even speaking anymore. And so I went to talk to a group of local solicitors who, um, within, within Shropshire and just talked to them about it and said, what's going on? What happens? Why, why does this happen? Mm. And then I realized that not only clients need, needed help during this difficult time, um, but also the family law professionals needed help too. And so that's when I started to formulate all different sorts of training and things like that uh, for couples, for family lawyers and and working out ways that I could help them. That is really interesting and well done for studying so late in life. (laughs) I recommend it. I thoroughly recommend it. It was so good. It's so good. Yes, well, what you're saying is really interesting because that's what you know, um, we see also in our practice, myself as a solicitor, <laughs> uh, avocat, French, um, I, I see the same thing. You know, the, the clients, depending on who they're going to see on the other side, the communication, communication can break down totally. And this is why, you know, I think it's very important to, to work with, you know, therapists like your family consultants and, 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 uh, coaches like, um, Audrey. Um, I'm really interested in, uh all that that work you do i'd like to know more about how do you work when do do people come and see you um before they decide to separate do they come together do they come alone have they already seen their solicitor and how in situations where you said that they they they're able to communicate and after there's a total breakdown of communication can you get them to communicate again and can you um work with the solicitors in in those cases to make sure that we can work collaboratively, for instance, or... Sorry, it's a lot of questions. No, that's all right. So let me answer the first one, (laughs) which was all of those things. So I work with clients who 
perhaps they're having difficulties in their relationship and they haven't quite decided yet where they're going. They don't even know if there's a relationship still there that they can work together on or whether they've reached the end of the road. And and relationships are, are, are really curious, you know, before I started studying um, relationships, I, I had obviously a very different view about it. And, you know, sometimes I do think, uh, and it might be quite controversial to say this, but sometimes I think relationships can have a shelf life. I think sometimes we meet people maybe very early on in our in our lifeline and, um, uh, you know, maybe we're at university and we meet somebody and in that moment we gel and we're together and everything's okay. And maybe somewhere down the line, you know, as we mature and as we develop and as our emotional intelligence matures you know maybe when we're not that same person that we were and that actually what used to gel doesn't anymore and even with a lot of hard work you know it it doesn't progress um so sometimes that happens sometimes young people meet and they stay together and they manage the differences and they manage to uh keep nurturing that couple relationship and try new things and keep that communication going so so relationships are so varied um but for some there is a shelf life for some they just love each other and can't communicate and so other things happen that mean that the relationships break down and so when they come the work is around okay where are you now how did you get them what would you like to be different and you know let's let's do some work or if they decide no it's over okay so you you know if you have children it's different when you don't have children because your separation can be quite complete and you don't necessarily need to see each other ever again. But when you have children, the whole dynamic shifts. So I have a little mantra that, that I, I speak all the time to anybody that will listen. And it's that um, when you separate, the only thing that changes is that you aren't a couple anymore. You are still a family. You know, you are still the only parents that your children biologically will know. And the needs of your children remain the same. So in a way, what happens when you separate and you have children is that two journeys begin. The relationship breakdown, which is full of all the the trauma and, and upset and the grief and the loss. And there is the beginning of the co parent journey in which you have to work together and trust each other as parents. So it's this combination. The work that I do is about identifying those two journeys. And when you meet the bumps in the road where you can't resolve uh, a difficulty or you can't make a decision together or you can't compromise, okay, so which of those journeys is, is impacting? Is it that you can't make a decision because this is about your relationship breakdown? And right now your grief is kicking in and you're angry and you're upset and you're sad and you 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 don't want to compromise because this is hurting right now so is it that that is stopping you making a decision about the children helping couples to identify the relationship stuff from the co-parenting stuff mm. is quite eye-opening because once they start to realize that they've entered a journey where they're wearing different hats and standing in different shoes once we separate those out actually we can work with those difficulties yes that's, that's what we were talking yesterday or a few days ago sarah jane with a french uh, 
psychotherapist, and it's exactly that. It's how to differentiate both the role as a parent, which remains, and the relationship, which has a different form now, and how to digest both and uh, be different. Yes, and don't mix it all together in the emotion of the, that journey. Yes. Yeah. And the emotions are so strong, you know, and we feel rejected and abandoned. And, you know, well, what's, why aren't we good enough anymore? What's gone wrong? What, it, it, let's try. We haven't even tried. You know, quite often when you meet a couple, they're on two different parts of a journey. There's usually one person who maybe has been trying for a long time to, have some communication about what they're not happy with and maybe the other person either doesn't want to listen you know a bit head in the sand or or maybe they they struggle to be vulnerable and have that communication together because maybe in their growing up family in their growing up life that never happened in their home so they, they haven't had the practice of being able to sit and have a difficult conversation with somebody they care about so normally one person is is a is a little bit further down the road in terms of the separation than another and so when eventually they have that conversation and usually it's about in my experience it's about 18 months um as an average where somebody has been detaching from that relationship and then suddenly they have that conversation and for that for that person they're at the acceptance it's over I I can't do this anymore but for the other it's the bus the bus crash two buses have just collided and it's chaos everywhere what do you mean why can't we go and try well I've been asking to try for a long time and you've you've not listen to me and so we've got one person at acceptance and another on catch-up who's at that bus crash moment and that's another difficult point uh, where couples struggle to have the conversation so work around that as a as a therapist with that couple can be really helpful and do you see couples before and after they separate or I mean or anywhere along that journey anywhere along that journey now there are some um couples therapists relationship therapists that would stop work with a couple when they've decided to separate they feel you know that that's that's their their work done and that's absolutely fine no problem with that i i don't do that and and thankfully me and quite a few others don't either so so i will see couples before they decide once they've decided or I'll see couples who already have made that decision. Sometimes uh, they will be referred by their solicitors. I work a lot with um, with solicitors all over the world now, actually, and they refer clients to me to 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 do the work because actually what happens is if you can involve a, a family consultant, a therapist in in that process right from the beginning, it's it's makes the solicitor's job a bit easier. Um, because you, what you what you have before you is is still an emotional person, but somebody who understands those emotions a bit, a bit more, who has a support team in place because we've worked to get them a support team in place, someone who is going to help them and not fuel the fire. Um, you've got somebody sitting before you who knows what the needs of their children are going to be. Maybe they've started making their parent plan already, and they've looked at one of the questions I ask. Uh, my clients is what's life going to look like now not only with your children but where you live finances because it's going to be different going from 
a, a home where perhaps both parents work, there's double income, you know, they live in a lovely house, they have holidays, they do this, you know, life is going to be different. Sometimes once they come to solicitors and they're talking about the finances, it's this big shock and it feels like everything is being taken away. If they can have those conversations earlier in that process, where you're looking more practically from a family setup, actually they'll have already thought about those things or started to think about those things mm. once they start the financial work. I have another question. We talk about family consultant. What is a family consultant? Because people get confused between therapist, family consultant, divorce coach. You know, there's so many people that can help you. Does does family consultant mean all those people? I would say yes. I think it's an umbrella uh, a title, isn't it? A family consultant. Um, and un underneath that umbrella is a plethora of professionals who can help clients going through uh, this, this uh, journey of uh, divorce. And, you know, I would say yes. Um, people like me, um, therapists, counsellors, um, divorce coaches. Um, and also, you know, there are uh, uh, quite a few very skilled professionals out there now who uh, were perhaps family lawyers who are now away from the coalface of family law, but actually understand the legal process, who can help clients to make informed choices that are, are, are going to be more helpful for them. Um, they will get to know that client and they will um, maybe make suggestions about the kind of uh, process to go through collaborative uh, divorce, then, you know, the resolution together, one couple, one lawyer, uh, mediation. You know, they can have that conversation, get to know that person and make some recommendation and to, uh, uh, and guide them to, to the best professionals for them. I think those, you know, there are only a few of those people, but I think I think the work that they do is extremely useful. Um, but what we have to be careful about is that under that uh, umbrella of family consultant, we need to make sure that we are choosing professionals who are properly qualified, who are members of a regulatory body and who are insured to do the work. It's very easy, um, and I can um, only speak from uh, my own profession. Mm. You know, you can do a weekend course of counselling and, you know, there are people who would go and call themselves counsellors, you know, and, and there's a huge difference between somebody who studies for a weekend and somebody who studies for you know, two, one, two, three, four years, whatever. Um, and we have to make sure that there's some sort of regulation, that we are working ethically uh, and that we're doing the job, you know, because it's a dangerous job that we do mm. as psychotherapists and, and counsellors. We are, we are sitting with vulnerable people and we have to make sure that if we're referring out uh, to family consultants, that they are okay to do the job. Yes, totally. That's so important, isn't it? And that the, the trust as well has to be has to be there when you work with someone. Uh, so I, I'm guessing you work with maybe work with other professionals. You mentioned lawyers who have trained again as a mediator, like like a bit Sarah Jane. That's what you like to to move towards to collaborative divorce and and mediation. 
do you work with other professionals? Yes, I do. So um, I deliver collaborative training with resolution and um, I also um, sit in roundtable meetings. So so um, sometimes I'm brought in right at the beginning of the collaborative process and, and you know, it's kind of a let's meet the team. There's a financial neutral, there's somebody like me and there are the, the, the solicitors and um, we meet the couple and we get to know them and and the approach is one of holistic practice we're all here we can all help you mm. what do you need right now and so sometimes they need some immediate legal advice sometimes they might need some emotional support sometimes they might need to just start looking at the finances straight away or a combination of any of those things. So I work in the collaborative process. I also have started working recently with mediation. And I'm not a mediator, and but I have worked alongside a mediator within the mediation process. And that is a fantastic way to work. I absolutely love that. I never really fully appreciated the skill of mediators until I started working with them. The job uh, that they do compared to what I do is very, very different, but they dovetail so well in the sessions. Um, and I think if you can um, work with a therapist, if you are a mediator, it just adds such a lot of depth to those sessions. And quite often in the debrief after the mediation, you know, we'll, we'll have a conversation together and um, the mediators will say, oh, I would never have thought of asking that question or thinking about that dynamic. And and I, too, you know, I'm amazed and, and say, gosh, that's that's fantastic how you held that together and how you moved them forward. So I think the synergy between mediation and and, and therapy is so good with within those sessions for the clients. So yes, I, I I work in that way too. Um, I uh I also work with um with lawyers. You know, we can do troubleshooting clinics. Uh, that's something else that I quite like doing, where you you go into a practice and it, some practices have monthly meetings, which is is really really helpful, where they'll they'll talk about complex cases complex issues and having somebody like me there is quite helpful because I bring a whole new dynamic to that and and different thought processes and that can often move cases that have reached impasse and you know we'll just get that going mm. again mm. so collaboration is is a key word uh, whether with, with lawyers training them as you, you mentioned and with your uh, clinic and that, that's really fantastic uh, if we wanted to work with you, what, what happens? What are the next steps or what are the, the steps? So, so I, I take referrals uh, directly from the court. I take referrals directly from uh, solicitors. Um, I, uh, and you can contact me. Clients can contact me if they just feel actually this would be really helpful. Um, I have a contact form on my um, website. Um, they can email me. Um, uh, they can give me a call. It's often easier to email me because obviously I'm I'm consulting quite a lot. So and I'm really very work boundaryed. So because that's important, you know, people who are going through difficult times, 
and they're all over the place and they're going to have a burning question at one one thirty in the morning. I'm in bed asleep at one thirty in the morning. There's no way I'm going to be looking at that. So I'm really quite bounded in my work day. And also because the work that we all do in this in mm. this space, it takes a lot out of us, yeah. you know, mentally, emotionally, even physically sometimes. And we have to be mindful about that. We have to self-care. And so being bounded about our work, is key and I, I was talking to some uh, family solicitors just yesterday in a training session about well-being and about how to keep ourselves healthy um it really does matter the the trauma we can we can receive vicariously uh, is subtle in, insidious and it uh, it knocks on our door and 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 makes us crumple into a heap before we even know it if we're not careful mm. so they can contact me um by any of the usual means and but email or the contact form is, is usually the best and i usually get back to people within um 24 48 hours well we'll put all your details in the in the, the episode's notes anyway so people thank you. can thank you directly i don't know if audrey has another question or if no, I, I, I thank you, Adele. I think you gave a clear picture of what is a family consultant, what people can get from you, and also other professionals like lawyers. So I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's important that we feature that, that side of, uh, of uh, people helping divorce, you know, people divorcing, getting divorced. So, yes, thank you so much. That's a pleasure. It's been really, really lovely talking to you. Yeah.